0: which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and oughts in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends. Welcome to my runner's mind. Before we start today's episode, let me ask you if you're ready to ditch the negative self-talk and get off the struggle bus. How does that sound? I remember what it feels like because I've been there too, but you know what? I found a way out and I want to share it with you through a new free resource I created. It's called runners ditch the negative self-talk. So as someone who has experienced the frustration of those inner voices holding me back, I know how it affects our passion for running. And that's why I created this private podcast specifically for runners like us. I'll show you how to reframe your thoughts and find true joy in your runs, as well as achieve remarkable results. The transformation is real and it's within your reach. So if you're ready to overcome self-doubt and embrace a new mindset, then let's do this. Sign up using the link in the show notes. And let's do this together. I remember what it's like, and I'm right here with you every step of the way, ready to guide you towards a more fulfilling running journey. Now see you on the podcast. Hi, runner friends. Can I just give a shout out to you, my listeners? make a difference to me. Thank you for tuning in every week. I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. All right, so today is the fourth episode of Mindful Running and how to cultivate presence and joy in every step. I decided to create this four-part series because sometimes it's nice to have a theme to structure episodes around. It helps give a focus and a progression. As I think about today's title, I think It's one of my most favorite topics to talk about. I feel it's so important to run with purpose and set goals that are meaningful to you, runner friend. I watched a motivational speaker yesterday, and he reminded me of the importance of desire to create commitment. Running without desire sounds pretty dull. Wouldn't you agree? I think sometimes we forget our why as we get swept up in the busyness and routines of life. If that's you, then take a moment to reconnect with a purpose, a purpose for running. I recommend that you make it a reason that makes you happy and excited because it'll make running a lot more enjoyable. So don't make it about losing weight is basically what I'm saying. Go beyond that. Episode 57 of this podcast, Your Why, is a good episode to listen to if you'd like to get clear on your why. Many of us have a running goal that we strive for. It kind of gets us out the door and shapes the training we do, right? Goals are like a roadmap. It gives us a direction for our training. How would it feel if you had a goal that made you feel successful while running? Do you think it's possible? What is your running goal currently? Is it to run a certain event or a race? Is it to get to a certain mile-minute pace? Is it to run a certain number of days a week? What do you value? I believe there's a way to find fulfillment in every run, and I want to show you how. Have you ever noticed that what we focus on is what we ascribe worth to and we derive our sense of worth from? So when the stats and our smartwatch has our focus, we tend to get attached to those values, right? Do they make you happy though? Probably not. And who said that has to be the end all be all? You get to, as in I get to, we get to, choose what you want to make matter when you run. Let's take a few steps back to talk about three different types of goals. Outcome goals, performance goals, and process goals. These are pretty different because outcome goals is based in winning, like a race. The problem with an outcome goal is you don't know what and who you'll be up against. Could be other runners, conditions. So the outcome is not within your control and they cause you to focus on what you don't have. Performance goal is based on your own standards, and are more within your control, but it's still a static measure. Maybe it's a PB in a race, or maybe a new race distance you haven't conquered before. Lastly, process goals are specific actions of performance within your control. Consider for your running what that might be, what it might look like. What is something you could focus on during your weekly runs? course the act of running our scheduled runs is a process goal in and of itself because in the long run that will improve our running right the more we do it the more we practice it the better it gets the types of run you run are also a process goal similarly any cross training you do to support your running is a process goal and can shape how you do on your performance goal as well as your outcome goal. But what are some actions within your runs you could focus on? What comes to mind for you? Why don't you think about that for a second? I'll share some of mine. Maybe wellness is your performance goal, so therefore regular movement could be a process goal and running could be part of the regular movement, right? One of mine is positive self-talk maybe a positive mantra to lean on when the brain chatter gets loud. Do you have one? Please share. If you do, I'd love to know it. Some of mine are I'm a runner runner's run. My legs are strong. My lungs support me. And another one I used is here now to kind of redirect my focus. Gratitude miles or a gratitude mile, could be another process goal. You could turn one or as many of the miles during your run into a gratitude mile for one person or as many people that you'd like to. Or what about focusing one of your runs, maybe your long run, as a gratitude run? Have you tried a gratitude mile before? If not, email me and put gratitude mile in the subject line or connect on social media and I'll tell you how to do it. You could make something in your environment, a cue to do something like smile. Maybe a person could be the cue, a stoplight could be the cue. Or if you're at where I'm at, it could be, let's see. It could be wildlife, literally, or any other condition you set up, right? How about shadow boxing for a beat? Whenever you see a certain type of vehicle, maybe or something else, or a certain color of vehicle. Kind of like the game Punch Buggy. These actions could be hugely entertaining, I'm thinking. <laughs> LOL. My favorite process goal is to focus on my form, which directly impact my running experience. It's all the various chi running form focuses. I pick a few for a run, and then I check in with this focus as I'm running, a focus could be my posture. And another focus could be my arm swing. That's just to mention a few. And so for one to two minutes, I focus on maybe the integrity of my arm swing and then I let it go. And then I focus on posture for one or two minutes and then I let it go. And then I focus on something maybe not related to form at all for a few minutes, but then I return to my running form again because it's never a set it and forget it kind of thing. So not only does this give me a beneficial direction for my thoughts, rather than thinking this is so hard or I'm not at the speed or distance I want to be at yet, it also improves my running experience, right? Because what I focus on and tune into and tweak, I'll get better at. So you can spend literally all your runs for the rest of your life, for the rest of your running life making this your process goal and you'll always have a process goal that'll improve your performance and outcome goal not sure what to focus on email me form focus in the subject line and i'll make some suggestions for you some non-running related process goals are nutrition and recovery thank you emily who reminded me when i put a post out for what you runner friend focus on when it's process oriented and note on recovery if you're a doer who finds her schedule or to-do list on the overflowing side let's put it that way it's so tempting to cut back on sleep right squeeze just a little more out of your day schedule a super early run or workout or whatever you can think of or maybe a really late evening run, so you can check it off your to-do list. Does this sound familiar? Does it sound a little bit like you or maybe a former version of you? Listen, I'm preaching to the choir here when I when I say the obvious, sleep is important, but I'm like you, I cut back on it, even though I know recovery is so important, but it is oh so hard when we want to do all the things. Recovery should definitely have its own episode on this podcast. But consider how you could positively impact your running if you focused on more recovery. So I hope you see the linear relationship between process, performance, and outcome goals, right? This is important because if you achieve your process goals that are within your control, you give yourself a good chance to achieve your performance goals, And similarly, when you achieve your performance goals, you have a better chance of achieving your outcome goal. So you can see how these three types of goals vary greatly in how much you can control. Outcome goals have the least control and process goals the most. So consider your running goals or running goal. Is it mostly outcome performance or process oriented? If you notice that yours are all outcome-based, it could explain if you're often frustrated or discouraged with your running. If they're mostly performance goals, you may feel frustrated with yourself or feel you're constantly pushing yourself. In either case, you may find a lot of fulfillment if you create specific process goals for each run. I would offer up the more process goals you have to draw on More likely you are to stay consistent in your running habit as well as feeling content with running. Because typically, the more we can impact an outcome, the more likely we are to enjoy something. Wouldn't you agree? So, thanks for joining me today, runner friend. And here's to cultivating habits that have you running motivated and engaged. Until next week, remember running makes us happy, but happiness makes us better runners. And before we sign off, can I just ask you a favor? Share this episode or the podcast with another runner. Spread the word. I know these episodes make a difference. And I want to make sure they impact as many people as possible. And if you enjoyed it, please also leave a five-star review. I know I just asked for it. But seeing your reviews, show me my work, makes a difference. Until next week, runner friend. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world just one run at a time.